This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. Today is Tuesday, weekly shiur in Ramban al Pashat Shavua. This is Ezubek, and this week's Pasha is Pashat Bamidbar. Beginning of Pashat Bamidbar, we have a census. The Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to to count, to count the Jews. The verb in the Pasuk is Tifkidu Otam. And the word Lifkod here means to count. I'm sure that's, I didn't check. I'm sure that's what the English translation says. Ramban wants, wants first of all to know what the word actually means. What, what, what is the root of the word Lifkod mean? And Ramban states, the Pasuk is Pasuk Gimel. The word lifkod means to remember. What's the difference between lifkod and lizkor? Lizkor means to remember. So he says it's zikaron v'hashkacha al-davar. The, the addition of hashkacha al-davar is very important. It means to remember and to, and to watch over, to supervise. To take care of something. I think, I think we would say in, in English that it means to pay attention. To remember. But more than just a, I remember you. It means to direct one's mind over to, to something. Kilashon, Vashem pakad et sarak asher amar. As the Pasuk says, when Sarah gave birth to Yitzchak, bad Hashem pakad et sarak asher amar. Means Ramban says he remembered Sarah. Of course, it doesn't mean just that he remembered her. It means that after one year after saying that she would have a child, and a year goes by, at the end of that year, God remembered. He, he, he didn't forget at any point. He remembered, meaning he brought to the forefront of Kaviachol his mind the promise, and he gave her the child. As Pasuk says, the two parts of the Pasuk are obviously parallel. God remembered that which he had said to Sarah, and he did to Sarah that which he had said to Sarah. So to remember means to come back and 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 fulfill in a sense. That's why I think the real meaning is, we would say, it's to pay attention, to turn one's mind to. The time has come to think strongly about the matter under hand. In words of the Ramban, Zikaron ve-hashgacha. The, the, the problem here is that we don't have a simple one-word translation. It, it's, a, it's a kind of remembrance which involves action. A kind of remembrance which involves paying deeper attention. Ramban adds, V'hu pitrono b'chol makom lo yimaleit mehen ish. This is the, the explanation of this word everywhere without any exceptions. I must comment that it says, This is its explanation everywhere. No man can escape it. No individual can escape. So in the um, edition of the Ramban, the Shavel edition of the Ramban, Rav Shavel explains the words, It means that when you count, you don't miss a single person. That, that's not what the Ramban here means. This is a mistake. He's not coming back to explain counting. He's explaining that in the many, many places where the word pakod is found, and in fact, in context, it means different things. Simple translation in many places will be different. Hashem pakadat sarah, he remembered her. Tifkadu he counted her. You have, uh, 
the word pikadon, Shemayin is about to explain, where I give you something to watch over. It means to entrust with somebody. A pikadon is a, is a surety, a, a, an object which is being guarded, uh, deposited. So the man is saying, no, 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 there's one common being to all these places, lo yimaleit mehen ish, there's not, the word ish here means, the man had a bit of a flowery uh, use of the word, means an individual, means an instance. There's not a single instance which escapes this explanation. He's not saying that when you count people, no one gets away. He's saying when you look in the Torah, all the words pikadon, lifkod, tifkedu, all mean to zikaron v'hashkacha, to remember and pay attention to. Not a single instance, not a single example will uh, escape, will uh, not be explained in this manner. Al-Dati, in my opinion, that's where the words, the next two words are Al-Dati. In my opinion, there is not any other explanation for this word. Gampikadon, a surety, a, a deposit. It's called a Pikadon because the person who gets it has to, not remember it, but has to watch over it. Shmirato v'hashkachato. He has to pay attention to it. Okay? Now the important point. Why there is this word used here to mean to count? Why not use the more common word limnot, which means to count? Limnot means to count. Why lifkod? You should pay attention to the Jews. When God commanded Moshe to count the Jews, he used the expression tifkiduotam. Lirmos to hint, Shlo they should not count them. Lispo, to, you should not number them. Rak sheyitnu kofer nafsham achatzit hashaker b'hem yashkiach v'yedam isparam. But this is a way of hinting at what you know explicitly from Parshat Kitisa, Kitisa, Chosh b'nei Yisrael v'natru. Each kofer nafsham, that when you count the Jews, you don't count the Jews, but each one should give each one should give half a shekel, neither more nor less, and uvahem, in those half shekels, yashkiach, he'll then pay attention and know the numbers. In other words, lifkod, as opposed to limnot, limnot means to count, lifkod means to use some other method of where you have to actually pay attention, you have to delve deeply to know the number. So in the end it means, you know, to know the number. From context, we know that Lifkod and Nashim, he wasn't telling Moshe Rabbeinu to look at them or think about them. He's telling them, obviously, to find out the number of the Jews. But why is it called Lifkod? Because you don't count them one by one, but you pay attention to something through which you figure out the number. In other words, it's only a Vemez, of course. In other words, the method which is explicit in Kitisa, the indirect method of counting, each person gives Chatzik Shekel, each person deposits a token, half a shekel, and you count them, uvahem yashgiach, you pay attention to those chati shekel, v'yeda, and you'll know the actual, the actual number. And now the Ramban, this is now going to be our topic, the Ramban uh, turns his attention to the census of David HaMelech, the census where David HaMelech counted the number of Jews in his kingdom, and the parsha explicitly tells us that it was a disaster and led to a disaster because God was upset. In Shmuel Bet, Perech Haftalid, the story is told that David Melech uh, ordered a census of Israel. It's the uh, end of his rule. He's been successful. 
and uh, he decides to count. He says to Yoav, Shotna b'chol shiftei Yisrael midan va'ad be'achsheva. Travel throughout all of Israel. Upikdu, upikdu et ha'am. Biyadati et mispara'am. I want to know the numbers. And in fact, Yoav argues and tries to dissuade the king from doing so. Yoav says, we should have many, many more Jews, innumerable Jews. Why do you want to do this? It doesn't explain why not, but we know from Kitisa that there's a problem with counting. But yeah, the Melech insists, and in the end, he, he, he is punished. He pasuk in Divrei HaYamim, Divrei HaMim Alif, Perek, Chaf uh, Alif says explicitly that when the counting was done, immediately when the counting was done, God was upset and punished, smote Israel, and then the Bitzes Chatati and 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 his Chosev Tshuva. The Ramban in Pashat Kitisa, where it says. You should give kofa nefesh v'lo yebem ne'gif. So he mentions that uh, David HaMelech didn't do that. It's a Gemara in Barachot. It says David HaMelech simply did not do it, did not use the, sh- the, the method of Chatsi Shekel. It says in Kitisa v'lo yebahem ne'gif and there will not be a, a, a um, punishment, will not be a blow to Israel if you use this method. In fact, if you don't use the method, there will be. And it says in the Vayamim Vayach, they didn't, that's why God smote Israel, because they didn't do the method. Um, that's the Ramban, a very short Ramban in Kitisa. Here, the Ramban um, gives a different explanation. Having just said that the word Lif God means, or, or to be more accurate, hints at indirect counting. What we just quoted. Limnot means to count. Lifkod means to figure out the number. Pay attention and figure out the number. That's a way of saying, use the Chatsi Shekel method. Well, by David HaMelech, I quote again, he told them, Ufikdu etta'am, Shmuel Bet, Perichav Dalit, Pasuk Bet, 24.2. He said to Yoav, Ufikdu etta'am. So he didn't tell them to count, he told them to... Do Mifkad and Mifkad means indirect counting. So what's the problem? So why was there a sin at all? The Ramban, in fact, says absolutely correct. Having now, I didn't know this in Pashat Kitisab, but having now understood the meaning of the word Lifkad, I basically am changing my mind. There's a quote directly what he said before in Kitisab, but he gives a totally different explanation here. The Yamar David, Mispao Mifkad Ha'am, where the Bidam in fact says, a mifkad. Later on, also when the, when the when the answers come in, that's in pasuk tet. mispar mifkad It's an unusual phrase. The number of the counting of the people. What does it say mispar mifkad? Just a mispar ha'am. So the man says not just a davar melech command mifkad, but you see that the answer was he didn't know the number of the people. He knew the number of the mifkad ha'am. What's the number of the mifkad? The number of the counting. So the man says, that's exactly what I'm talking about. 
that he didn't know the numbers of the people, he knew the numbers of the Chatsi Shekels, which is the number of the people. But it's explicit, almost explicit, the man says, that in fact, David Amelach didn't transgress the Pasuk in Kikisa. And that is, I guess, what he did wrong, because it's quite clear from the Pasha that David was, was punished. Apparently the sense is even more problematic than we thought. So the Ramban says, David, maybe David made a mistake, and he did count without the, the Shkalim. But still, so then why did you have, why did you have do it without the Shkalim? David and Melech might have made a mistake, but why would they both make a mistake? After all, as opposed to David who might have made an innocent mistake, Yoav knows that it's the wrong thing, as we saw he argued with the king and said, why do you want to do this? And in fact, the Pasuk in the Yamim says, Ki nit'av, v'yad v'ramelech nit'av etzlo. In the Yamim it says that Yoav didn't count Shevet bin Yamin and Shevet Levi. At all. And the reason given is because Ki nit'av for the word of the king was was hateful, was was bad in his eyes. In other words, it's clear that you have knew that it was the wrong thing to do. So if he knew it was the wrong thing to do, he could have fixed it so easily by using the Chati Shekel method. And the king would not have been angry because the king made an innocent mistake. So the Ramad is arguing no, it, it can't be. That wasn't the problem of the of the non using not using the Chati Shekel method. And the proof is that it says all the time, Mifkad, Lifkod, which Raman has already claimed, and now he's asserting his claim, means indirect counting. I have to give another explanation. Raman knows it's against the Gemara in Brachot. Gemara in Brachot, Samach Bet, Mudbet, says that David counted without Chatzish Shekel, and it was a direct violation of the Pasuk in Kedisa. The Ramadan is going to give another explanation against the Gemara. The Gemara is what he calls Medrash Agadah, and it doesn't really bind him. He's going to give another explanation, which he thinks is closer to the point. The Fida Ati, Ya Aketzev, Aketzev, Alav, Ba'avur, Shemana'am, Shalol, Etzamech. The anger, Aketzev, the ire of God, was because, not because he counted directly, not indirectly, but because he counted without any sufficient, any necessary reason, no purpose, shalom litzorach. In other words, Ramban here is making up a new prohibition, not explicit in the Torah, which will explain why David Melech made a mistake, because he wouldn't make a mistake about an explicit pasuk in the Torah, he wasn't that wise. But the new prohibition of Ramban, David could have made a mistake. The Torah says you may not count directly. Ramban says... It's talking about where it's, it's necessary to know the numbers. And even then you shouldn't count directly. But to count Stam, because you're curious, that's also even indirectly. After all, if you go to war, you need to know how many soldiers you have. It's part of your tactics. But David HaMelech, when I wasn't going to war, this is the end of David HaMelech's rule. He's been successful. He's finished all his wars. He's finally achieved peace. He wasn't doing anything which you need to know the numbers of. I might will give a few examples in a second what it could have been, but it's not. 
He did it for personal satisfaction. He wanted to know how many over how many people does he rule. And the Ramban is basically in, intuiting the context of the end of Sefer Shemuel. The Ben is at the end of his rule. He's been very successful. And the census is part of like his personal celebration of the success of his life. You finished, you built the kingdom. After all, he wasn't just a king. He, 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 he inaugurated the kingdom of Israel. Account, brought together the, all the different shvatim. Fought the wars against his enemies. And God had, as the Pasuk says, Hashem David And God had uh, given peace to David from all his enemies around. And he has a lot of enemies around. Israel surrounded by enemies. David Melech has smitten them all. He's established his kingdom. He's even, he's even arranged the treasury for the building of the Beit HaMikdash, which he can't do. He wanted to do it, but he can't do it. And there's this feeling of, of stock taking. When you take stock, you count the stock. As Amman says, he wanted to know how many Jews there were. To gladden his heart that he ruled over so many people. And therefore, Yoav said to him, for whom am I Yoav? Now you understand Yoav's answer to Amman says. Amman has a lot of interesting commentaries on in philosophy, which we've very often dealt with. He has interesting understandings of words, like he said here, that lifkod doesn't mean to count. As no, lifkod means to pay attention as we see from other psukim. Man is very good at comparing psukim. He's also very, very good at, at, at getting a feel for the situation, like reading between the lines. Yoav says to uh, David, when David says to count, Yosef Hashem edokecha el ha'am kahim v'chahim mea pamim v'adoni ha'melech lama chafetz v'davar hazeh. Yoav says to him, God will give you 10,000, 10 times more people. Why does the king want this? What do you mean, why does the king want this? The king, he has a reason. If you think it's Asa, say it's Asa. But why are you impugning or questioning his motives? And the answer to the man says, oh, because that's really the point. If David would say, no, I need this because I'm planning X, Y, and Z, Yoab goes and does the job. But Yoab says to the king, why do we want to know how many people there are? There should be ten times more. Bili ayin hara, he's saying to him. Bili ayin hara. Yosef Hashem alehem elef pamim. Lama chafetz hamelech badavah hazeh. Why does my master, the king, want to know this? What purpose does it serve? Now, if it's Asr, giving a purpose doesn't help. The bit of melech wants to mechal Shabbos. You wouldn't say the melech... What purpose will it serve the Bechal Shabbos? And if it serves a purpose, it's mutter. still Asa. But here the whole Isa, Ramban is claiming, by listening carefully to your ideas, Lama chafetz v'davar hazeh. What purpose does it serve? It doesn't serve any purpose. It's just your heart wants it. That's the wrong thing. Ramban quotes a proof he found in the Midrash. Riti b'midbar Sinai Rabbah. Medrash Rabbah an b'midbar. Second parak. Any time the Jews were counted for a reason, the numbers did not go down. Obviously the Medrash is talking about punishment, not punishment, but of course it's saying something a little bit deep. It's saying when you count somebody, so to show that it's a mistake, you count after the count or less people than before. In other words, you're counting people because you want to see how many there are and the most appropriate punishment, you're not going to me that, was that people should die. There should be less people. You're counting to see how many made less. 
if the counting was for a good for a purpose, numbers in Akodan, Shalot Sarachasro, but if it was counted for out of purpose, the numbers went down. When was the counting correct for a good purpose? Bime Moshe, our Pasha, Uvi de Galim, Uvi Chiluka Aretz, to know how to make the de Galim, the, the continuation of our Pasha. So the Jews had to settle, they, they were settling down in camps. You need to know how many people in each camp. In order to build the camp, when, you, when they divide up Pasha Timchas, when they're planning how to divide up Eretz Israel, which is the Fi Harav, the Fi Amiyut, you have to know how many Jews you can it in order to give the portions of the land appropriately. Shalolitzalnech finishes the Midrash, be made David. So the Midrash doesn't say that it's a sin. The Midrash says though that there are two kinds of counting. For a good purpose, numbers do not go down. For no purpose, numbers go down. And the Medavid, the numbers went down because Vayatu, it says Vayach at Israel and God smote Israel. Okay, that's the first explanation of the, of the Ramban. Now this is a very important Ramban because he just invented an Israel. The Ramban says that a census is Asr and there is no way to be permitted unless it serves a good purpose. There was, there were two votes. In the state of Israel, every couple of years, I don't know how many, I know in America it's every ten years, this year, the census is going on right now in Israel. I mean, uh, until recently on the radio there were these constant ads from the government reminding people to answer the questions when the census takers come to knock on the door. It's, a, it's an extensive census, not just how many numbers, it also has questions of a, of a representative sample, all sorts of questions which they want to know. And so there were two that were written in the beginning of the state about whether or not it's permitted to take a census at all. And a lot of it comes back to this Ramban, because if it was merely the Pasuk in Kitisasa, you find an alternate method. You don't count people, which is true today. I mean, you can't count the population of Israel. That can go door to door and simply count, and make everybody stand in a line and count them. Alright? So they, they find other methods of counting, which are basically indirect one way or another, and that would be matter. But this is Ramban. Ramban says, you don't have a census at all. Unless it serves some purpose. So, of course, the answer is it serves a purpose. Today, governments need to know how many people there are for all, for millions of purposes. For the social welfare programs and for, for knowing how many, uh, how many hospitals to build and how many roads to build and, uh, there, there, there are, there are many, many reasons why a government must know how many people there are. As opposed to Vira Melech, who was Lissameach Libo. They just make him feel good. So, uh, that's basically what the head of is based on. But there is some controversy. There are, there are people who try to avoid the census because they do not wish to be counted. And so the man has invented an Isa. You're not allowed to count Jews stam for no particular purpose and there is no way the indirect method of course David did it indirectly. He knew the Pasuk in Kitisa but he made another mistake. He wasn't aware of this. But there's another explanation for David. Again, can't be that he counted directly because that's the Pasuk in Kitisa. But he made some other mistake. And the second explanation is as follows. This one is less well known. The first one is quite well known because of the implications. This one is less well known, but I think it's very interesting and uh, very important in its own right. David Amelach counted everybody. Kol Ish Israel. Now, what does that mean? Everybody? The man says, the Pasuk says, Kol Ish Israel. Every single Jew. Kol Ish, every individual of Israel. The word ish means an adult. Halachic adult is 13. So he counted everyone over the age of 13. Nowhere in Shmuel Bet does it say above the age of, this doesn't mention the, the age of 20. In our Pasuk, in Parshat, 
The counting was done. Miben esrim shana v'mal akor yotzei tzava. The age of counting was twenty. The Ramban says David counted from thirteen. Avalama, when David told Yoav to count, count Israel, and I'll know the numbers. Therefore he was punished. Even using the system of Shkalim, Pasuk only allowed counting of those over 20. It's not explicit. It says in this Pasha, you should count from 20. It doesn't say it's Asr count less than 20. That's why, that's why he made a mistake. He thought that Pasuk in Kitisas if you use Shkalim, everything will be okay. That's why Yov disagreed and tried to dissuade him because of this particular point. You say, really, what, what's the point here? It's a technical thing. The Pasuk says to count from 20, David counted from 13. So to understand this, we have to realize what the Ramban wrote a little bit beforehand. 13 is the age of being an ish. Under 13, you're a child, you just don't count at all. What is the age of 20? The Pasuk says, Rashi interprets kol those who are drafted, those who work in the army. With tzava, the word tzava means army. Kol those who are serve in the army. Ramban says, the previous Ramban says, that's not what the words mean, kol Why do we care about the army here? They're not going to war now. This counting was done in order to settle them in the encampment in the desert around the old Moed. The Ramban says the word Tzavah doesn't mean a military army. It means a mass. Call Yotzei Tzavah, those who are counted as being part of the community. There's a Tzavah Milchama, the mass, the community of war. Anytime the Pasuk wants to say those who are soldiers, the Ramban says, and without exception, it says Yotzei, the Tzavah Milchama. But there are other kinds of tzva'ot, multitudes. There's tzva'a avodah, as it says by the Levi'im. The Levi'im are litzvot tzva'a, they didn't serve in the army, in the military army. The tzva'ot tzva'a, they were in the, the, the congregation, the numbers, the, the unmass multitude for avodat mishkan, for working in the mishkan. When the women gave, uh, Donations for building the Mishkan, it says, Litzbo means to gather together. So what does Yotzei Tzava mean here? The age of 20 is Kol Yotzei Tzava. Where were they going? They weren't gathering or amassing together physically. She says, it means here, Stam Yotzei Tzava, I'm going to use my own language, our language. It means, it's the age of majority socially. What we would call it is voting age. It's the age of citizenship. Ramban says in the following words, I mean, it's the previous Ramban, um, It means, All those who come out to gather in the Eida. In the congregation. Ki ha-na'arim lo yikahalu betoch am. For youth, it doesn't say children. Ki na'arim, they're the age of majority for personal responsibility for youth mitzvot, they're over 13. But they're youth. Ha-na'arim lo yikahalu betoch ha'idah. 
כי כל אספת עם תיקרא צבא. יש לנו וורפת, being a citizenship was not an important concept in the Middle Ages, but he's saying is that you have youths, if, if he was saying it in Yiddish, or in Alkan Hebrew, he would say, they're not balabatim. In other words, if you have, if, if, if the community meets, your shul, or your shtetl, to vote on something, who gets to vote? Balabatim. You can be over by mitzvah, but you're not, you're not a member. You're not a voting member. I mean, we measure as being voting rights. The man says 20 is what in most states in the United States, the age is 18, and federally, nationally, the age is 18, I meaning for voting, you're a full-fledged citizen in a democracy, the age of 18, for what I'm aware of in most states in the United States. So the man says the Jewish age for that is 20. Going back to our Ramban, Ramban says that the Torah permits a census. Using the Shekel method, not any other method. Using the indirect method, but only above the age of 20. And David did it above the age of 13. In other words, David wanted to know how many individuals there were. The Torah does not allow counting of the Jews. A few minutes ago he said, I must have a good purpose. And now he's saying, without reflection on the previous answer, you're not allowed to count Jews. What you are allowed to count is citizens. In other words, political counting is, is permissible. Again, using the indirect method. And perhaps if we combine the two tevutzim, only if it's the tzavich. But there you're not counting individuals, you're counting tzavah. That's that I want to know how many different people there are. I want to know how big my... I use the word carefully, my army, not, not my military army. How big my political mass is. That's permissible, permissible, but that's the age of 20. There is a political reason. I'm not sure what the reason is. Maybe, maybe there's no reason if he disagrees with the previous terrorists, or together with the good reasons. But the good reasons are, it's a political justification. Stamped account is also. So for political reasons, you count the political members of the community, for which the halachic age is 20. How do I get this? Remember before, the man had a very subtle proof that he was right about the Shalol Tzarech, when Yoav said to the king, why do you want this? Meaning, the why was the crucial key. So here also he looks for, where does he get this from? The Pasuk incited my heart to this interpretation. In Divrei Hayamim, six Prakim after the story of the census which led to the Negev, Negev HaMelech, Durum Tshuva, etc. Uh, or four or five Prakim, actually begins four, four Prakim afterwards, describes how David HaMelech uh, organized the, first of all, the Levim. He, he started organizing the building of Beit HaMikdash. So he divided up the Levim into different machlakot, different uh, orders. And they had different responsibility for different months in the Mishkan and the Kohanim and also Israel. Each month a different um, different shape basically 
was responsible for serving the king and serving the eventually Beit Hamikdash. He, he knows he divided up Israel into different orders and divided up the months so that people could do the different work. Uh, it's a kind of a tax, but it's a personal tax. Um, the work which had to be done. At the end of that parak, it says, "Velo nasa David misparam vivene asrim shana ulamata." This, for this, he really needed accounting. Presumably, this answers the previous one. This counting was necessary. He needed to know how many people are going to show up each month. There had to be enough people to to do the work which had to be done. Velo nasa David misparam vivene asrim shana ulamata. He did not count those under the age of twenty. Ki amar Hashem laharbot isak chupeyah shemayim. And why not? That's going to be a reason. Because he thought it was us, because he read the Ramban. He says, he did not count under 20, for God wished to increase the numbers of Israel like the stars of the sky. And then there was nonetheless a parliament, which the man is not going to refer to. So later on, it says that in the, in, in the, in the ultimate counting, it says explicitly that we did not count under the age of 20, and why not? So it seems to say that David did not count under 20. When Yoav counted, meaning the previous counting of Yoav, the Pasuk is telling you David Melech counted and everything was okay, but when Yoav had counted a few years before, there was a terrible consequence. But he also gives us the reason why counting is bad. Says, the Pasuk says, it's bad to count the Jews because God wishes their numbers to be like the stars of the sky. This is usually explained as, as kind of ayin hara. I'm not sure that's the, what it explicitly says. What it says is that there are so and so, such and such numbers of Jews. The truth is, there are, whatever, 13 million Jews. In the time of the Bin Amalek, there was like 1.1 million, uh, 1.1 million Jews, or 1.1 million uh, Israelites, another 4,000 uh, Yehuda, something like 1.5 million Jews. Male Jews, over the age of 20. The real number of Jews is Why? Because that's what God wants. So obviously it's not the actual number now. But to say there is such and such number of Jews is saying that it's like blocking, I'm not sure what it means because of explanation we call Ayin Ha. It's blocking the bracha. Hashem chafetz lahabot God is busy all the time. It takes time. But He's busy all the time making the numbers of Jews infinite, practically speaking. And if a, when, as soon as you count the Jews, it's wrong. Because, I'll, I'll say practically, why are you counting the more Jews coming? But it's more theologically. God is trying to make more and you are trying to see how many there are. The, the, the notion of counting is limiting. To count something is to limit it, is to give it its limit, to set the limit on it. Not because you don't want more, but you're saying this is what you are and no more. But it's not that we think there should be more Jews. The, 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 the present state of the Jews is one of, not 13 million, the present state of the Jews is one of Increasing more and more. So I know that means that today there's 13 million, tomorrow there'll be 13 million and one. But the point is, it's not that tomorrow there'll be more. Now, they're making more. The process is more important. The process defines the Jews and not the state. 
The Jews are not in a state of 13 million. They're in the process of lahabot Counting is stating what you are by placing you in a state of 13 million. But if you want to know what's the number of the Jews, the answer is the number of the Jews is more and more. That's the number. More and more. And that's a different number than 13 million or 13 million and one or 13 million and two. So if you limit it to Miben Esrim, you're not counting all the Jews. In other words, the Vibui is the youth. So you don't look at the youth. You want to know how many Jews there are right now. And I combine the two Ramans for a particular purpose, or even without a particular purpose, perhaps. But you want to know how many Jews there are who fulfill a, 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 uh, a, a civil census. Okay, you, you can, you can do that. But if you want to know what's the state of the Jewish people, then you deliberately ignore the youth. Because the youth represent here the increase, and increase cannot be captured. Increase defies the, the census. That's the Ramban's, that's the Ramban's point here. And, and that's how he explains the story of David. The Bidamech made a mistake there. And it went against, so to speak, God's will to Therefore he was punished. And this is nothing to do with the fact that there was another Esau that says you shouldn't count people directly. That probably is Ayinhara. You shouldn't count people directly, you should count them indirectly. No matter what your reason is. But aside from that, we aren't interested, the man says, in the number of the Jews. Because the number of the Jews doesn't exist. It's not a fixed number. It's a number in flux by definition. And that is God's will. And to count is to go against God's will. And therefore, that's the explanation of a man in terms of these stories as to the Jewish opposition to counting for counting's sake. Counting to know the number goes against true counting, which would be counting to know that it's about to be infinite. That's it for this week. We'll be back next week with next week's Pasha, Pasha Kitisa, called to